everyone. It's Sammy, and welcome to episode seven of Dairy Free State, where we talk about the intersection between food and health. And when I say health, I mean every aspect of our health, not just what we're thinking of conventionally, like nutrition, physical activity. So that brings me to welcoming our guest for today, Miss Jess Marie Lorraine. Welcome. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Yeah. All right. So to kick off, uh, I just want you to talk a little bit about uh, the diet that you're currently on, how long you've been doing it, and the journey that brought you there. Yeah. So um, I actually have been vegan for a couple of years now, um, many years non-consecutively, meaning that I tried the first time to be vegan and I failed miserably. (laughs) (laughs) I did not uh, prepare myself correctly. um, And that led to uh, being taken to the ER a couple of times, fainting in public, um, just being very malnourished to the point where I wasn't supplementing right. And, you know, I wasn't drinking enough water and I wasn't getting enough protein. So um, it was a decision based on uh, a little bit of excitement and franticness to get started in the vegan diet. So um, it was a a positive start, but it definitely ended up being um, not a good one for my, my physical body at all. Um, So what I did, um, I took a year off of being vegan, of course, to give my body a break. And then I slowly went into pescatarianism, which, you know, just included um, some light fish and sushi. Um, I I still did not, you know, drink any sort of milk or dairy products at all. Um, I didn't, you know, eat butter. I very much stayed away from animal products in general, other than light meats to get my body back on track. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I decided to become vegan after a couple months of being pescatarian because I just, I didn't enjoy meat um, really much at all. So I, um, I found my way and I found this book uh, called The Vegan Starter Kit. Um, that definitely led me on this path a little bit more nutritionally and healthfully and uh, knowledgeably. Uh, I was very much prepared for what I had to include in my diet in terms of supplements and hydration and, you know, uh, watching my weight, uh, watching how much exercise I'm doing, uh, making sure I'm getting enough iron and all these different nutrients. So it definitely was a very good resource to have when starting out. Um, and then from ever since that point, uh, where I became more knowledgeable, um, I've been the healthiest I've ever been. Um, I have included vegan probiotics and, you know, other herbs, um, for my daily intake regimen of vitamins and minerals. And, um, my gut health was actually, uh, the main thing that very much improved in terms of my physical body. Um, in becoming vegan because the fainting and the malnutrition was very much circled around my gut health uh, when I wasn't eating correctly and and not knowing what I was doing. Um, And it goes back even further to when I was a child um, being incredibly lactose intolerant to the point where I was in so much pain all the time. I would 
you know, be in the nurse's office. I would miss school sometimes because it, it, it was the most terrible pain I've, I've ever experienced in my life. And I experienced that since, you know, very, very young from age five or six, because I was aware of it then, um, all the way up to about age 11 or 12. Um, and what had happened is when my mother was pregnant with me, she would guzzle down gallons of milk all the time. And when I finally arrived into the world, uh, they wanted to put me on a soy-based um, formula instead of a, a dairy-based formula. So because of that uh, whole process um, of her being pregnant with me and then being put on a, a plant formula, my entire system was messed up. And uh, I then beca- became very colic and I was so hungry that um, what had happened was is that I needed the dairy in order to get through those years of one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> and then then it's it hit me hard to where you know my my gut was basically screaming, "What are you doing? <laughs> this is not okay." And um, <laughs> just the pain worsened uh, every year that I got older. So when I was 11 or 12, it's when I was like, look, I can't do this anymore. Um, I'm not going to drink milk anymore. And my parents, of course, agreed. And we figured out that I was lactose intolerant because um, they didn't know why I was in so much pain all the time after eating dinner um, or drinking a gallon of milk with you know, breakfast or something like that. Um, we just didn't know what was happening. Um, so I actually made that decision very early on. And then... Um, it was not until I was, um, in community college. So my early years of college that I decided to incorporate like vegetarianism and, you know, eating more plants and eating way less meat. And, um, I'm really happy that I, I chose the path to start and, and prospectively get to a vegan diet back then because it wasn't really on my mind. It was more about, you know, staying as healthy as I possibly could because I was getting into a lot of my um, yoga practices and becoming a health coach and being a yoga studio manager and all this while I was in community college. Um, and when I had experienced veganism the first time, which was, you know, unfortunately, a, a not so good experience for my body. Um, I was actually really grateful for, grateful for it because it inspired me to do it right the next time. And I learned so much and it, it motivated me to never again uh, be admitted to the ER and never again go to the doctor to get prescribed something or to be told that, you know, it's, it's, it's just uh, dehydration and this and that, because I definitely knew it was more than that. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the gist of it. I know that was a lot, but <laughs> No, that's no, it's all I mean, there's a lot of things that um that I connect with with what you were saying in terms of growing up and and figuring out like getting in tune with your body and figuring out that something wasn't working for you. Oh man, I 
I didn't find that out as quickly as you did. I felt miserable <laughs> until uh, probably the end of my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, why doesn't anybody else look like so uncomfortable after lunch? <laughs> I feel miserable and I don't get it. And but it's it's interesting that you say all those trips to the nurse's office and stuff. You know, I I had a lot of sick days uh, when I was a kid and it was all like stomach related. And my mom was like, I can't believe that you had all those sick days and we didn't think anything of it. We just you know, because it's oh, just yeah. like, well, she's a kid, you know, like they're sensitive or whatever. And my mom also has some digestive issues. Um, I stopped eating red meat and pork when I was uh, 10. And and she she was a pescatarian. She's still a pescatarian. And she she did it for the same reasons I did. Is she, it just made her sick to eat meat. And it's like why we didn't think that there could be other things going on as well when we already had that in the family is like, I don't, I don't know why it didn't occur to us, but I, it's awesome that you figured that out at 11, 12, and then that you listened to your body again when you went vegan the first time and went, oh, this isn't quite working for me. But, it, you know, I think it's cool that you didn't give up and, and, you know, tried working on a more sustainable, uh, supplemental way of approaching, uh, you know, your vegan diet. I think that's great. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, you know, it, it really just shows how much of an old soul I really am when I <laughs> figured it out when I was a child. Um, I very much have been connected to mindful and intuitive eating uh, most of my life. Um, it's, it's just something that's been... Uh, very much an innate ability per se. Um, I've been just very conscious about what I'm putting in my body and so much more so now, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I, I took the pain and the frustration and the lack of knowledge as motivation to succeed in being vegan um, because I knew that intuitively and you know just doing research that it it is the best diet for me it is the best lifestyle for me um and i've been vegan for a couple of years now successfully without any sort of pain or or um red flags and i i don't think if i were to look back at you know all that pain and and be in that place again i i don't think there was anything that could have ever held me back from wanting to get to this place that i'm in now um because i know that being vegan for many people including myself is one of the most wonderful experiences because you feel so much better and in in regards to my gut health specifically i've never had such incredible digestion in my life. If if I were to compare it to me being as a kid in high school and college, like I, it's, it's amazing. And I have more energy and, you know, I, I, I portion size my meals. I don't consume a lot. I stop, you know, eating once I'm feeling that f- fullness feeling and I, there's just so much that developed in terms of 
of eating habits and healthy mindsets just from being vegan and committing to it in the right way. Um, and of course, there are so many, you know, different fads and there's so many different supplements and all of that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm only going to make decisions based on my intuition and my gut feeling and um, having it in the back of my head of, you know, what I'm doing is working. And if I feel like I need to incorporate something else or need to change something, I will, but only if there is a direct, very blunt um, need for it. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so you said the vegan starter kit was a really useful resource for you when you went to reset and revisit going vegan. What other resources have you found helpful along the way? Yeah, I mean, um, this decision was also came from my very much uh, foundational commitment to the eight limbs of yoga um, as a whole. So not just yoga asana or going to yoga classes, um, but the something very genuine comes out of that in terms of health and wellness um, because it, it leads us and and guides us on a path of um, resilience and awareness and self-realization. And when I found myself at a certain point with that path, I realized that my physical health and well-being needed a lot of attention. Um, So that also was a beautiful motivator because I learned that, you know, it's my body soul and my body was, you know, the, the part of me, the aspect of me that wasn't receiving enough attention at the time. Um, so that the, the eight limbs of yoga has been a, a very much motivator for my physical health and well-being, as well as, you know, my spirituality and all those other beautiful things. Um, And then there's, of course, you know, doing my own research in terms of recipes and, you know, how to supplement this for that and what are, you know, the substitutes for baking and what are the substitutes for cooking and how can I make this specific recipe veganized. And I had a lot of Mm -hmm. fun doing that. Um, I love to cook and bake. I could do it all day long. Um, it's something, (laughs) yeah, it's something I very much find joy in, uh, and continue to, um, and want to continue incorporating that as a part of, you know, my daily practices. Um, but yeah, I mean, the vegan starter kit was really the only book that I took very seriously that I, I found resource in. Um, and then it, it, you know, reading that book, of, and of course, led to finding the right supp- supplements, um, the right kind of inspiration, the right kind of people to follow. Um, I definitely cleaned up my social following um, in terms of, you know, the influencers that were promoting specific things, um, you know, companies that weren't quite aligned with my values in terms of being vegan. So um, that book was really the only resource that I, I had at the time. And then it really just led to all these different avenues, like 
uh, finding recipes on Pinterest and uh, following inspirational social accounts on Instagram that were, you know, random, but very much in tune with what I believed in. And also, I had beautiful friends that were incredible resources to me in the beginning when I first started. Um, and then even after uh, the second time, second round of, of trying. Um, and I've received a lot of support um, because it's, it's a beautiful community to be a part of. And um, there is a lot of misconception in terms of the extremity of it and some people's behavior with it. Like um, that story about the vegan parents that were extreme vegans that wouldn't allow their newborn child to receive the milk from the mother. Um, right. That is a very extreme yeah. uh, thing. And that is obviously not where I am at, but uh, the term vegan has been uh, misunderstood for quite a long time now. But I think now in terms of tuning into the collective and where we're at in the world, um, I think health and wellness is being taken very, very seriously. And plant-based diet and plant-based eating, dairy-free eating, um, veganism is seen as a, a, a much um, clearer path um, uh, yeah. one that will get someone to a better state of mind and health and wellness. Um, and it's just a, a really rad community to be a part of and to be able to ask questions and, and share concerns and, and, uh, ideas with people. And it's such a beautiful growing community around the world. And I've, I've visited a couple of places, um, in the past couple of years that I didn't think would ever have uh, any sort of vegan restaurant or, you know, vegan products in a store. And, and just seeing that too is just amazing. And um, that adds to also me doing research about where I can find these things and what brands I should support and looking at my cosmetics and my skincare and my mm, bath yeah. products and, you know, looking at my clothes and it just, you go down this rabbit hole, very positive one. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, interesting. And looking up ingredients to things and, and all of that. So yeah, I mean, definitely a, a lot of support for sure that I have surrounding me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so you are a sacred space holder and a digital presence consultant. I've got those right, right? Yes, totally. Okay, cool. I want you to tell me more about what each of those titles means. Sure. Okay. So yeah. um, starting with sacred space holder. So yeah. that is directed towards um, the sacred space that I hold for people in terms of self-work. So the work that I do when I teach, when I guide people, when I facilitate circles, when um, I'm having a conversation like this, there is sacred space that is being held by me. And um, it is a priority for me to keep that sacred space and maintain it um, so that self-realization, uh, realization in general, awareness is gained um, and acknowledged. And um as a sacred space holder, I very much 
prioritize the commitment to self-work. So I have a couple um, programs in the works. Um, I have a book in the works. Um, I may have a podcast in the work works. Who knows? You never really Yay. know. Yeah. Um, but I have these ideas floating around um, to take my journey on uh, the path of yoga um, and being vegan and, and all these wonderful things that I'm grateful for and really, you know, help people and, and have sacred space for people to, um, go through change and go through self-realization and, you know, rid of these insecurities and, and work on the ego and all these wonderful things. Um, so that's what that means. And <laughs> um, wait, real quick, yeah. before we move on to the next one, what what inspired you? I mean, I can tell that mindfulness is is a thread through a lot of what you do. Um, but what inspired you to pursue that and kind of declare that out into the universe? Oh yeah. Um it's definitely um inspired by the trauma that I've gone through and the work that I've done and the commitment to self-work and my practices, um, my ritual, my spirituality, um, which includes a lot of um, yogic influence, but also it's very pagan. It's very eclectic. Um, And I look back when I was 19 and I reflect on her, that Jess, and I was talking to my mentor the other day, and I said, when I look back to when I was 19, and if I didn't make the decision to become a healthier person, to not follow this yogic path, to not be well in any aspect of my life, um, and be a kinder person... I really do not know where I would be right now. I don't even know if I would be here. Um, and I told her, I am so grateful for myself that I continued to find improvement and growth in myself and commit to myself to be better, to make a difference in the world um, not only for myself, but for other people. And it's, it's coming from a very humble, non-egocentric place. It's, it's coming from a place of kindfulness and, and wanting everybody to have the opportunity to realize their strengths and, and realize the trauma that they may need to work through and release and, and just be better beings. Um, not that, that, this is a path that is yearning for perfectionism or enlightenment or, you know, recognition at all. It's more of like, I've been improving myself and, and focused on being a better person since that age. And I I will never turn away from it and I will never stop. And that is solely where all of this is coming from. Because when I was 19 and going through everything that I've gone through since then, positive and negative, I really would have valued someone that has gone through something similar or has reached a point in their life where they can say, you know, I'm, I've released 
my codependency. I've worked on my ego. Um, I'm committed to being a better person each day. I have my practices in place. Someone to really, you know, guide and support me and just be there as a resource for um, any sort of self-work point. Um, So, yeah, that's really where it comes from. Nice. And you're also, so now tell me about being a digital presence consultant. Yeah. So that is um, reflecting um, everything that I do digitally, uh, which is Squarespace web development. And I do a lot of virtual assistance, things like that, solely for people in, yeah, solely for people in the health, wellness, um, healing, spirituality fields. Um, And it's been such a joy because these are people that I'm very much connected to and um, basically on the same wavelength. And um, they're very much small business owners, entrepreneurs. um, And I, I definitely find joy in using my digital strengths, uh, all of my computer strengths for uh, the community that I'm, I'm a part of and wanting to be a part of even more later down the road. Um, so yeah, it's it's digital presence is just uh, referring to um, your presence in a digital form in terms of your business. So websites, um, social media accounts, your email, things like that. Um, so I, I really like to help people find a digital presence and interpretation for themselves or their business, uh, in the online world. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I was, I forgot that I was going to bring up when you were talking about, um, what inspired you to be a sacred space holder? Uh, and it just slipped my mind, just came back in. Uh, my boyfriend and I talk a lot about the airplane analogy, you know, where it's like you've got to put a face mask on yourself before you go help someone else. And and I totally heard that in what you were saying, you know, you had to do some work on yourself first before you could hold that space for other people and help them through their own their own trauma and their own you know, their own self-work. Uh, and I didn't want that to go by too far before I mentioned that, that that's what Oh, that yes. No, I'm so glad yeah. you brought that up. And to be specific, um, I did, I went through um, yoga teacher training and then I did two very specific trainings um, involving, one involving uh, addiction recovery and one involving trauma recovery. And I learned very quickly as I was going through these trainings that they were for me and not for, um, not initially for me to help other people in, in this aspect. And I realized that of course it's about both, but I didn't realize at first that signing up for these trainings was actually my subconscious doing me a very big favor. Um, and, in terms yeah. of, you know, doing the work on yourself before you can, you know, help people and hold sacred space for other people. I mean, those were pretty major uh, points in my life. And I received a lot of clarity and, and it just inspired me even more to continue because of the knowledge that I gained about, you know, what the heck was going on with me and connecting the dots and being like, oh, interesting. Just just having total realization about the things that were going on internally and then understanding other people, uh, p- 
people's perspectives, their behavior, so on and so forth. So yeah, those were very two specific examples of that. Nice. So we talked a little bit about resources. We talked about what's working for you right now. Uh, if somebody else was came to you and they were like, I'm interested in going vegan, what kind of advice would you have for them? Oh, I would definitely start with um, research, uh, but intuitive research, um, stuff that, you know, when things come up, when you're, you're researching and looking up things in terms of diet, there's so much out there. Um, especially, you know, if you're doing a search on the internet, I mean, it's, it's mind blowing how much information is accessible now. Um, so I would, you know, suggest doing intuitive research and really following your intuition and your gut, your heart, um, when it comes to the people that pop up and the books and the articles and the videos and things like that. You really want to be able to resonate with the people that you're um, receiving guidance from. Uh, And then I would look into, you know, um, the vegan starter kit for one and books like that. I'm, I'm sure it's not the only one of its nature. And I would look into, you know, documentaries about veganism and, you know, animal cruelty and um, the nutritional aspect of it. And I would, you know, reach out to some friends um, in your life, cherished people in your life that either are considering or vegetarian or vegan and and ask them what's working for them. But at the end of the day, um, it's really about your body. Every body is different. Um, and if someone is interested in being vegan, you come from two places. You're coming from a very heart-centered place because it's 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 very it's a very nourishing diet. It's a very joyful diet. Um, you're doing little harm to your body at all, um, and unless you know you're eating vegan fast food all the time, um, <laughs> which is not good, but. Um, it, I, for me and in my perspective, it's, it's a very healthful diet and, and definitely puts you in your place in terms of staying very dedicated to it and your regimens. Um, but it really is about your body. And if it doesn't work or if it's not working, um, figure out why, and if you can continue or not, um, because I don't think that every, you know, uh, diet is for everybody. Um, and I don't even consider veganism a diet. It's, it's a lifestyle. Um, it's a way of living right. and it just happens to include, um, affecting the way I eat, um, which is plant-based. So, um, and, you know, figuring out your, your blood type and, you know, looking at your health history and, and really, um, tuning in to see if this is a safe thing to be doing for your body. Um, so just as, as a little, uh, a little, uh, piece of advice for starting out and making the decision, you just want to be able to start in a very easeful way instead of, I would, I would never want somebody to experience what I went through. Um, because I was very knowledgeable and lost and, um, only focusing on being a part of, you know, some cherished friends' lives that were that are very much 100% vegan. Um, so 
very much be mindful about your research, be mindful about, um, you know, what your doctors are saying, um, the guidance that you're receiving, um, and listen to your own body, just be intuitive and see what, how, how your body is responding to what you're finding out. And, and if this is a safe and, and worthwhile venture. Awesome. Yeah. Great advice. Um, now, if people want to learn more about you, because obviously you do a lot of things, yes. you've got your you've got your hands in a in a couple couple two tree things. Um, tell us more about your website, where we can find you, what you're up to, how people can connect with you, all that good stuff. Yeah, so my website is themerikaimethod.net. Um, T H E M E R A K I method. Dot net. Um, and Merakai is a Greek word that means to put something of yourself. So putting your soul into everything that you do. And um, I chose this name because it definitely represents the way I work, the way I live, um, the way I present myself, um, the way I connect with people. Um, so that is where you can find more about uh, my journey, my um, work biography, uh, what I'm pursuing now. Um, I have a couple blog posts. I have a couple things in the works, as I mentioned before, including programs and things like that. Um, I definitely um, am on social. Uh, I have my personal, which is Old Soul Open Heart, and then I have the Merakai Method separate. So I have those two. And um, also open heart is definitely a very intentional personal profile. Um, I like to share inspiration and I like to share little tidbits about my journey and what I'm going through. Um, so yeah, those, those are the places to find me. Awesome. I feel like we could talk for forever. I've, I felt like that with all <laughs> my guests, which I, I feel very fortunate to, to be able to say, um, but any, any closing thoughts or anything you want to leave any anybody with before we before we end this? Yeah, um, a couple. Um, to reiterate, I just think it's it's a very mindful um, process uh, one has to go through to make a decision to change their life in such a way that includes their their diet and their well being, and um, there are many beautiful things that come out of being vegan and. Um, I hope that some of this inspired you to to do some research if you're not vegan already and to do research um, on things if you are. Um, I also uh, think that being vegan and being dairy-free uh, specifically has really helped my, my gut health um, in a phenomenal way. And if, if that is the inspiration that you take from this, please do because it, it's – it definitely works. And I highly recommend uh, going down this path if you are having uh, gut health issues. Um, and yeah, I think um, it's been a pleasure talking to you and I feel the same way and and I'm happy to come back and and I'm here for any sort of questions if, if uh, anybody wants to get in touch with me. Um, and uh, self-work um, and being vegan has had a beautiful relationship in my life 
Um, it's made me uh, reflect on a lot of things, um, how I want to live, uh, who I want to be a part of my life and so on and so forth. So um, it's been a beautiful process. And um, I hope that uh, the conversation that we had today and inspires at least one person. Yeah, that's always my goal, right? If, yeah. If it's helpful to one person, then I've done my part. So yeah, thank you. I, I, I'm just so, I, this has been such a great experience, seven episodes, and I'm just so happy with, with what everybody's bringing to the table and what we're all talking about. And like I said, you'll be able to find Miss Jess Marie Lorraine's information on the description of this podcast. So um, I'll link to her website and also to the resources we talked about, including the Vegan Starter Kit. And uh, in the meanwhile, until next time I talk to all of you, take care of yourself, take care of the people around you, stay safe, and I will talk to you next time.